Hey ladies, if you are looking for a great way to spice up your everyday look, check out Mink Brand, a luxury cosmetics company. Mink Brand is a Christian-based lash and lip gloss company seeking to spread the word of God, not only throughout the beauty industry, but the whole world. All of their lashes and lip glosses have biblical names or meanings. The word mink stands for moving and new knowledge. With Romans 12 and 2 as their staple scripture, this speaks to the transformation of the heart and mind when we become born again in Jesus Christ. All of their lashes are made of 100% Siberian mink hair and are reusable up to 10 to 20 times, you guys. I mean, that's unheard of for lashes. Also, all of their lip glosses are hypoallergenic, made with natural ingredients. I am so excited about Mink Brand and everything that they're doing because the beauty industry is so oversaturated with just demonic influence. Even the names of lipsticks and glosses are always things like lust, sin, all of these different things. And so we want to, of course, be beautiful every day, but not at the expense of putting these things on our bodies and on our faces that are not made to glorify God in any type of way. And so shout out to Mink Brand for just taking over this beauty industry for the Lord. And of course, I love their products. I love a good lash and lip gloss. I don't like to wear too heavy makeup. Just make sure my eyebrows are done. Lashes are on point. Lip gloss, boom, I'm good. And so I love all the mink products. They are just fitting seamlessly into my beauty routine. For a limited time, our listeners receive 15% off all products when they visit the softslayspecialist.com slash mink brand. Again, that's the softslayspecialist.com slash mink brand. Use the code blessed at checkout. The link is in the show notes. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. My name is Tatum Tamia. I'm the host of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast and the CEO of Anchor Media. Today's video, we're talking about Total Life Harmony. This is a part two. So if you haven't watched part one, go ahead and stop this right now. Go back to the previous video, watch that, and then come back. So we're just talking about just some practical things that you can do to create that harmony because I think balance is impractical. I prefer harmony. So the next tip I want to give you is you have to set boundaries. One thing I've learned in therapy is that I'm very good at setting boundaries like in business and, you know, with my schedule and things like that. But my boundaries get very blurry when it comes to people I care about to where I start saying yes when I should be saying no. I start committing to things that I shouldn't commit to because I love and care about the person. And so I thought I was a lot more thug life than I actually am. I'm a little soft, more soft and mushy than I like to admit. But one thing that I realized though is just boundaries are important. And something my therapist was telling me is that sometimes it's not just the thing you have to do. Because somebody may ask you, let's say, hey, can you help out with uh, this event that I have coming up? And you may say, oh, that's simple. I'll just go and 
I don't know, greet the people as they walk in or whatever the person asks. But there's usually so much that more that goes into the thing than the thing itself, right? So you may have a planning meeting that you now have to be involved in so that you know what to do that day. You may have to stay late to help break the event down. All of these different things that you may not have considered when you said yes, and you may not have taken into account as far as if you really had the wiggle room or the time or the energy to get it done. And so having boundaries is so important. I found even with myself, a lot of things that weren't my commitments, my business, my family, like my main commitments were really weighing me down because I committed to them out of the love for the person and without really taking into account the totality of what will go into me making that commitment. If I'm allowing myself to get burnt out, then I'm not going to be good for anybody else. Not for, not for my family, not for my business, not for my clients, not for my team, and not for me. So you have to have to have to set boundaries. My favorite boundaries with business is I have a set work schedule. I work from 8.30 to 4.30. Simple as that. Don't work in the evenings. I don't do it. Clients sometimes try to get me to, but I just don't because I'm no good at that time. I wake up usually like 5, 5.30 in the morning. And so I'm up for a long period of time. I'm very focused when it comes to work during the day. If I worked into the evening, I would be no good for anybody. I would be no good to try to help folks <laughs> with the business. I'll be no good for myself. I've done that before where I've gone to bed with headaches, woken up with headaches. I'm dreaming about work because I work too late into the evening. It's just not a good space to be in for me. So for a big boundary that works for me is having set work hours. And I would suggest that for any of you guys, just really separating the work and home life. Something else that helps with setting those boundaries is focus mode on your phone. Now, I don't know how Android works, no shade to y'all that had those, but with iPhones, <laughs> we have what's called focus mode. And this is my favorite feature that iPhone has ever come up with. So my phone during work hours is on work mode. So the only people who can get through are my team, my nanny, and my husband, that's it. After work hours in the evenings, it's usually all focus mode because you know I'm at home, I'm working, nobody's really bothering me about business because everybody kind of knows I don't work in the evenings. Um, so I usually like call my, my parents or my grandmother, I'm talking to family and you know, just kind of in home family mode in the evening. So it's not on during that time. But during work, having that focus mode on is super important. Even I have also a time with God mode. So when I'm spending time with God, Nobody can reach me during that time except for my husband and my nanny if it falls within the time that she's at the house. That's it. Nobody else can reach me because she's only texting me if, if you know it, it has to do with my son. So I know that if a message or call from her comes through is important. Uh, and then BJ, you know, he's we're usually together in the house or something like that. But just in case he needs to reach me then he's able to get to me at all times. So having even that focus mode during my time with God is important. If I don't have any notifications or anybody calling me or anything like that, that's just setting a boundary. And it's also eliminating my temptation to bend my boundaries for those that I love. Because I told you guys I am mushy for people that I love. And a way that I maintain that is by having things like focus mode to where I don't even know that there's something you need me for until I'm actually available to allocate some type of mental space to to figure that out. We talked about this in a previous video, but avoiding multitasking is huge when it relates to creating this harmony. You have to be focused. So just like we have focus mode on the phone, you have to have focus mode for real, for real. So even though them calls ain't coming through, 
you still need to not be on Instagram scrolling or clicking around on YouTube, watching the latest, whatever, or, you know, doing whatever it is that you do, whatever your, your distraction of choice is. You have to also be very, very focused because the reality of us wearing multiple hats is that we have a limited amount of time. And so you need to make sure that the time that you're spending on tasks are focused and you're able to multiply your efforts, whatever it is that you're doing. And a way that you can do that is, again, setting those work hours where you're separating your work time from your family time so that you're spending quality time with those in your household and not answering work emails at the same time, where you're sitting down and looking your family in their eyes and talking to them about their day and actually listening and engaging versus trying to do 50 million things at one time. So really just be a focus throughout your day on your task at hand. Today's episode is sponsored by mylifeinabook.com. This is probably the most thoughtful gift I've ever come across for parents or grandparents for the holidays as families get together to celebrate. It's basically a super powerful way to connect emotionally with them. You preserve their most precious memories and show them that you really care. And best of all, it's an instantaneous gift. I love listening to my grandmother's stories about her upbringing, her family, and I wish I could document them all and have something that I could pass down to my kids. Every week, mylifeinabook.com, they let you choose from a list of thought-provoking questions, or you can even write your own, which gets sent to your relative by email. Your relative writes their answer and can choose to add a meaningful picture. This happens every week, and then at the end of one year, all their stories get combined into a beautiful keepsake book that can store your relative's memories forever and pass them onto future generations, which is printed and sent to you. You can request as many copies as you want and even get them in audio format as well. With mylifeinabook.com, you can give those you love most a personal gift that tells them that they're meaningful to you in all future generations. To save $10 off your first purchase, use discount code BLESSED. That's BLESSED to get $10 off on mylifeinabook.com. This episode is brought to you by Uncommon Goods. I know you guys are tired of saying the same old, same old gifts every single year. They're boring, they're basic, they're bland, they're repetitive. It's just nothing unique about them. But Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping free of stress because they source the globe for the most remarkable and unique gifts for everybody on your list. So whether you're shopping for your secret Santa at work or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. My favorite thing that I saw on their site is actually this little book. It's called My Quotable Kid Keepsake Book. So what it is, it's like this family memento that you can record the things that your child says as they grow. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I got a two-year-old who says the craziest stuff and cracks me up every single time. So now instead of those things staying between my husband and I in our conversations or via text, I can write them down and show my son and his future wife one day, all the crazy things that he said when he was a toddler. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts, as you can tell, anywhere, from art 
and jewelry to kitchen, home, and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. Not those same regular degular gifts that you find everywhere else. And with every purchase that you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash blessed. That's uncommongoods.com slash blessed for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer, Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Now a word for my sponsor, BetterHelp. I remember when I first had my son, I was really focused on a lot of the issues I was dealing with. So I had gestational hypertension and then I graduated to postpartum uh, preeclampsia after I had my son. And it just seemed like uh, something that was so smooth initially gave me so many problems in the end. And I was just so focused and feeling helpless on what I was going through versus being focused on solutions. If I would have focused more on solutions, I would have spent a lot less time just wallowing in my feelings and being frustrated and upset. To be real, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when you're faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. I am in therapy now. And I love therapy. Even times where I feel like I'm doing okay, I love that I have that appointment on the books because things, especially with my busy life, can change so quickly. And so just having someone to go and keep me focused on solving my problems versus getting stuck in my feelings is super helpful. I knew I needed an outside source and that's why I went to therapy because I wanted someone who understood my faith, who was a professional with an educational background and who didn't know me from anything. So they weren't biased in really being able to help me attack what was going on in my life. And as a result, I feel just a lot more equipped to handle the day-to-days of entrepreneurship, of mom life, wife life, all of those things. I'm able to take the stressor off, being able to organize all of the things that goes on in my head, and just having a third party being able to help me has really just been a phenomenal experience. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash blessed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash blessed. And then just separating that work and home life will be very helpful for you. And a big thing that I'm also working through in therapy, right, is making time for yourself. So something that I realized where I was getting it wrong, because I was doing all of the things that I'm talking to you guys about, where I was getting it wrong was I would go straight from working in the business to home life. So especially when I'm working from home, it's easier to do this. If I'm at the office, I have like a good 30 minutes to decompress because I have a a commute back to the house. But when I'm working from home, I'm just 
upstairs on a computer. So once 4.30 hits and work hours are over and it's time to go into family mode, I just go straight downstairs, start getting dinner ready and all of that. And so what I found was that it was no decompressed time. It was no time for me to get my thoughts together before going into another responsibility, which is my household. And so something I started doing was not going downstairs until about five. So I still stopped working at 4.30, but my husband knows, you know, he needs to stop working at 4.30, you know, close the laptop for work. And she's going to come down at five versus expecting me at right at 4.30. And so that kind of gave me time to like get my brain together, decompress from my day. I might watch a little quick little show um, that I watch on Hulu or something like that. I might watch a YouTube video, whatever it is I feel like doing at that time, that's mindless. And it just uh, gives me a moment to recharge before going into family mode, right? So that's been very helpful. Something else that we started implementing um, after going to therapy is actually taking lunch breaks. Cause I used to, if I ate at all, because I'm so focused to a fault, right? I could go all day without eating. And I really don't even think that I'm hungry. Like my brain won't even get the cue from my body that it's time to eat because I'm so focused on whatever it is that I'm doing. And that's just not good. And, and that was not helping my, even me trying to eat well because I'd be so hungry by the time I come up for air that I eat anything. Having a lunch break to where set time every day, I actually break for lunch, not just scarfing down food while working, if I eat at all, but really taking a step away from the work and enjoying a lunch break and then going back to work. Small things like that have been very helpful for me. Also something else that I'm working through in therapy that I want to share with you guys, it's very important as we, especially as ambitious women, because we, I feel like we have to catch ourselves because if we don't, we can go down the deep end. It's so important to not let your ambition, your business, your whatever it is that you're called to do becomes so much of your identity that you don't even know who you are, what you like, or how you feel anymore. And I found myself in that place to where everybody's asking me for about business in my personal life. Everybody's asking me about business professionally. I'm working in my business on a day to day. My husband and I work together. So in addition to, you know, husband and wife time, we talk about business a lot too. So it's, it can be so easy for business to be such a big part of my identity and something I'm actively working towards right now is separating that and just being Tatum. Because it's, it's so easy for us to lose ourselves in these roles. And just because this is a purpose thing, it's a God thing, it's impacting, it's so exciting and it's this calling and you're, you're you know, helping so many people. It still can rob you of just the contentment, the joy and the satisfaction of just being who you are. Not doing, being who you are. And we are valuable beyond what we can produce. I had to tell a friend that, and this is something I tell myself often, like I'm valuable beyond what I can produce. And I need to spend a lot more time just valuing myself without producing anything. And so it's so important that that, and they call it self-care as the buzzword, but it's so important that we focus on that because self-care goes beyond the vanity is really making sure that you're tapping into just being you. 
And that's something that I'm actively working on right now. And it's kind of exciting. So one of the things I said I was going to start doing was I really like museums. I like to learn. You guys, I know, you know, I like to read books and all of these things. And so I was like, man, I'm going to start, my, I'm going to make it a goal to go to every Smithsonian in D.C. It's plenty. And so that's going to be my thing. I'm going to set aside a day out the week, usually like Fridays. And it's easier to do like during a weekday when I have childcare already. I can just, you know, not work that day because it's my business, right? So not work and go to a Smithsonian. I wanted to get back into photography. So my husband and I were looking at cameras because I like to take pictures, not for a professional. And my rule for myself is don't do anything for business that you're trying to make a hobby and i'm gonna to have to really hold myself accountable to that because i already know I'm, i know myself well enough to know i might slip but yeah just something like that i'm like oh i can go to museums and check out all of the smithsonians in dc i, I love the african-american museum of history and culture in dc i've been a couple of times but there are always new exhibits dc has a really good museum of the bible that i've been to a few times that i want to go back to so just really taking the time to tap into those things that I like to do and things that just make me happy and make me geek out and are not tied to me producing anything. That's important. And so I know that this is a lot. You're like, Tatum, you're not adding something else for me to take into account. It is a lot. And that's why I wrote my book and why the last chapter is called The Blueprint, because I want us to have a system to where we can take all of these things into account and that we can actually apply uh, in our real life. So again, if you haven't pre-ordered the book, it's available now. You can go to tatumtomia.com slash book in order to order it. I'm actually doing a free class with those who pre-ordered the book all about the blueprints. I'm teaching you the system that I talk about in the book live. But yeah, that's it. For this video, uh, make sure that you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so that you don't miss when I post another video and I'll see you in the next one.